Keanu Tonimai. Do stay with us. You're listening to Checkpoint on RNZ National. Going to work to lose money. Dairy farmers around the country say they'll be tightening their belts after international dairy prices crashed to their lowest levels in nearly five years overnight. Those still carrying debt fear for their viability, while more established players are going over their budgets with a fine-tooth comb. Our Taranaki Whanganui reporter Robin Martin has more. Jacques Lepro farms 400 cows with his wife Vanessa on 140 hectares in Pihama in South Taranaki. He's worried. We'll be really over the pump this, this year. We've, uh, we've gone through our budgets and we've just, yeah, we're really going to be um, pulling everything in. Uh, we're not going to be doing any extra spending. Uh, we're going to be watching our budgets monthly um, and really just hopefully we can survive through each month, uh, month by month, really. Jacques Lepro, who has four primary school-aged children, has converted two farms into one inside the last 10 years. Now the farm is humming along really well, um, but yeah, these uh, the interest rates obviously been close to 8%, um, and yeah, with the GDT dropping, the milk payout is dropping, uh, we are going to be yeah going to be in a tight tight times. The price of whole milk powder, which strongly affects the payout for local farmers, fell almost 11% at the global dairy trade auction overnight, amid softening demand from China. It's the lowest level in nearly five years. Earlier this month, Fonterra slashed its forecast payout for the 2023-2024 season to $6.25 per kilogram of milk solids from $7.75 with a midpoint of $7. Katrina Pearson milks about 450 cows on her 190-hectare family farm near Whangarei in Northland. She's taken a hit. If you put it at a dollar a kilo, that's close to $200,000 out of the farm's budget. Um, And then you put it on top of all of the other inflated prices for farm operating costs. It it does become quite a, a challenging scenario for the farm to remain viable. Katrina Pearson is resigned to making a loss. We've sort of done some back-of-the-envelope equations for this system, and, yeah, we're going to make a loss this year. So it's pretty disheartening. You know you're going to work to um, to lose money, but whether you do that um, for a season or two or do you do you continue for five seasons and then at that point the bank might come knocking. She says things could be even worse for farmers who've recently bought into the sector. Charles Whitehead farms about 780 cows on 320 hectares near Methven in Canterbury. He says the latest global dairy auction sends a chilling message about New Zealand's reliance on the Chinese market. It's crept right up to 30, what is it, 3 or 4% of what Fonterra sells China. But when there is, you know, there's a sneeze in China or China doesn't enter the market, all of a sudden... We haven't got enough markets that can take up that slack. Charles Whitehead says there'll now be a scramble on to find new buyers for our milk powder. Meanwhile, Jacques Lepro is determined to keep an optimistic outlook. Been through this before, and although it's tough, you do come out the other side, and um, you've just, and you've still just got to have some fun along the to- along the way as well. So, like, there's lots of things you can do for free. That's fun, like we. We do surf, we surf. The waves are free. You know, for a couple hundred dollar surfboard, um, our whole family, we can have fun. 
Experts say the downward price trend for dairy products could continue, and farmers are being urged to keep in close contact with their banks. And joining us now is Agriculture Minister Damien O'Connor. Kia ora, Minister. How much has this just sucked out of the economy? Kia ora. Well, obviously a huge amount. Uh, I haven't done the figures. Um, I'm sure others will be doing that other than to say it's a big hit on the dairy industry, our single biggest industry, the biggest export earner, um, and it you know, drives economic growth and, and the, the, the well-being of uh, our rural communities. So tens of millions or hundreds of millions, do you think? There'll be hundreds of millions and, uh, you know, the impact on, on individual farmers, on those supplying the farmers, the local communities and ultimately on the tax take for the Crown. So it's it's bad news all round. But as was said, these are cycles, uh, particularly uh, frequent uh, in commodities and, uh, you know, it, things will pick up again and it is going to be hard for many. Um, hopefully we've just got to uh, help them um, with whatever they need. Uh, the banks have to help them with whatever they need to get through these tough times. We'll get to the banks in a minute, but it's a relatively long-term trend. Yes, last year and a half, prices have been tanking and analysts say that this is not a surprise. So given that, what's the government been doing to diversify markets and make us less reliant on China? Now, we've negotiated a free trade agreement with the UK. We've negotiated a free trade agreement with the EU, both uh, strong traditional markets. Um, the industry might say not as much volume as they would have liked by way of opportunity into the EU. Nonetheless, it is a significant step forward. The UK, um, the doors are pretty much open after a couple of years. So um, we've got other opportunities. We have been saying to the industry and to all those exporters, they need to get out and look for other Opportunities In dairy, we produce about 2.5% of total world production. We are the single biggest trader, but that means there are lots of markets around the world that are looking for uh, where there are gaps that we can fill the, the, I guess, inadequate supply from seasonal change or whatever other disruptions have occurred. So would you agree that we're still too reliant on China? Well, we are, and uh, as a small business owner, if you've got over 30% of your income reliant on one customer, then it's always it's a somewhat fragile and, and exposed position to be in. We've been saying that to industry. I mean, China's been a very strong and will continue to be a very strong market for us. They've been through COVID, slower recovery than people thought. It's the inevitable consequences, and they have got supplies stored uh, that they'll want to use up before they buy more in the market. The GDT, the global dairy trade, is an indicator. Um, and I'm hoping that, that Fonterra, while it's projecting um, you know, a lower return, that at the end of the day in the wash-up it would be able to deliver more to their farmers. What responsibility do you think farmers have to take for prepping for a rainy day? I mean, they are coming off some record prices that were fuelled by inflation and war, and that could never really last, could it? So um, where does the buck stop with them? Oh, there has to be some responsibility with the farmers and with the banks. And I guess, you know, resilience is a very trendy word for every business across every economy in the world. We've seen disruption, COVID, the Ukraine war. These have had huge impacts on inflation, uh, labour supply, supply chains. We do have to build that into any business model, whether you're a small, medium enterprise or you're a big multinational like Fonterra. So, Minister, what do you expect from the banks? Be specific, please. I mean, the banks are, are, are 
business partners with all the farmers and there's huge amounts of capital involved in most farming operations. The banks have been making very healthy profits, um, even while there have been some pressures and strains on the farmers and the farming systems. Um, it, you know, the banks have to take some responsibility to help farmers through these difficult times so that they can see so their what, way forward. So what, mortgage holidays, Minister, and a sharper pencil when it comes to interest rates? I know that the banks, for some of their customers, will be doing that. They've just got to be fair to all of their customers. There's always a view that oh, some farmers will fall over, someone else will pick them up and, 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 and run their business. Look, they should be fair to people who, through no fault of their own, uh, are seeing downward trend in the global dairy prices. Some of them might have been prepared for it. Uh, a lot of them might not have. Do you think they are being fair and kind to their customers, as they should be? I hear uh, different stories. Uh, sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. What is your message to farmers who are who are struggling right now, right now, and low morale? Look, they have to talk with one another, talk to some of the older farmers who will have seen these tough times before. Um, there'll be advisors, and we have MPI, uh, have advisors out on the ground now to help uh, connect to farmers who might not be part of networks to, to provide some alternatives, whether it be changing their farming system or cutting back their costs or just, just looking at ways of getting through the tough times. And often, you know, when things are tough, um, people don't, um, see the wood for the trees and uh, we have to assist them through these uh, periods. Appreciate your time Minister, that's the Agriculture Minister Damien O'Connor, 21 minutes after 5 and you're with Checkpoint on RNZ.